The college football experience Mountain West season preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Up for grabs, join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Yes, download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest prices guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN for twenty I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Use the promo code CFBX. I'm sorry. My mess up there for twenty dollars off. And uh remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Episode. I'm excited. Hopefully, you've listened to all of our other conference previews. We still got the Big Ten and the SEC and the AAC left, but uh, we've got the other ones out. So go listen to those and make sure you check out all 133 college football team solo podcasts because we're on the path to finishing all 133 before the season kicks week zero, less than two weeks away guys. Uh, look, perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swigga, database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. You know, I would be curious. I know, I know NC Nick's answer would probably be Sunbelt, but I would be curious to ask our listeners. I'd be curious to ask the people connected with the college football experience where the mountain West resides as favorite football conferences. I know this is on the fly, but maybe we'll do that in about 10 seconds here, but I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating side lad kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Let's get it going. We still got region regionality here in the oh, Mountain yeah. West, you know. Mountain West is a, an all-American conference. They got the heartbeat of the FBS college football blueprint. They are within them. The heartbeat of the West at this point. They are. Uh, the, the Pac-12 has disbanded for all intents and purposes. This is the Western Conference. In it is the Western Conference. Let's go. All right, we are joined by third man in the booth. DFS got himself. Remember, week zero is less than two weeks away, folks. We will have a DFS episode out. Don't worry, we got you covered. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Herb 
brew making, tobacco road living, a free lock giving. Farmer, farmer, earn the basketball league MVP. Give it up, NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? I mean, uh, what's up is the season's less than two weeks away, and we're finally here. And I wanted to ask you guys, what do you, where do you guys, Patty C, where do you, where do you put the Mountain West as far as favorite conferences now that these other Power Five conferences have gotten all wacky? Well, can uh, we separate P five and G five, or we have to do it all together? Uh, you could do no, both. Stop the separation, Nick. You know, <laughs> <laughs> don't I'm don't part discriminate. Of the problem, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, look, favorite conferences. Do we hate the SEC? Do I? I mean, let me answer this personally. Um, the, the SEC has great football. The Big Ten has great football. I think they their expansion the makes them team. the bad guys a little bit. No, it makes me not interested. I don't give a shit about USC and Michigan State playing. You know what I mean? So like, I get way more interested in Sun Belt football because of it. I now mean, the SEC to me kept a better blueprint than the Big Twelve or than the Big Ten. Big Ten. Yeah, you're just throwing teams out there. It's like you took a dart and just threw them at the fucking wall. Yeah, I have and a rule here, guys. Now I have a rule that it doesn't necessarily apply for, for the Mountain West, but you can only be in two time zones. Now Mountain West, they get a pass because Hawaii is in a third time zone. But if you're in more than two time zones, you're too big. Yeah, yeah. What do you so, what do you think about that rule, Patty? I like uh, it. I think that's fair. What is that? You got uh, is Texas Central time zone. So it's the SEC fine. Uh, depends where in Texas, right? Because Lubbock is in the mountain time zone. Mountain, I think, right? Is it? I'm not sure. I, I could be full of shit. Though. I but could I be full so. of shit. Look, yeah. From a conceptual standpoint, I'll say this right off the bat. Obviously, ACC. We grew up on the East Coast. It's going to be up there as a favorite conference. There's, <laughs> there's a lot not to like. I know Colby. That's, that's my least favorite conference. Well, Colby, Colby is Florida uh, at its finest. Well, it's boring. Yes, but you're also uh, you know. The anti elitist, I would say. And the ACC is clearly demonstrating once again that it is an elitist conference, you know. Oh, and, and how about NC State? Let's talk about the cowards that are they NC are cowards. State. How about but, this? to answer your question, Mountain yeah, West because they high shot up. down Camford style or Cal Stanford? No, but the fact that they they're did you see their vote? Whatever North Carolina does will do. Little bitches. <laughs> Who now, said that? NC State. I didn't see that. Oh. Well, anyway. NC yeah, sources, sources. Yeah. I want to see that, but if that is true, no, that's what's reported. That was, I, I'm not, you know, I didn't come up with that myself. That was being reported. I mean, that is yeah. very well, pathetic. Reporting if that is the these days is, you know, I mean, who's reporting it and and who are their sources? I mean, the athletic reported it. What are you so drinking I would, there? That I would delicious. imagine. Yeah. You got a fucking this guy having a sangria over there. What's going no, no. on? No. Oh. Just uh, it's a good beer, man. Oh, he drinks beers out of glasses, like some kind of hot shot. That's yeah, a coastal sometimes. elite right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Source Dundee athletic. No, honestly, I saw this thing. No, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Well, okay. you know, the irony there is that, uh, you know, the PAC 12 was the followers uh, during the pandemic 2020 season, whatever the big 10 said, they're going to go with it. So now they have to face the same kind of true, music. True. Now look, I don't want Stanford and Cal in the ACC. So I'm good. Right. Right. I'm good with, uh, uh, but I, I do think some of the, some of the tweets that I've read from people covering the sport saying that by the ACC, not expanding, it's going to doom their conference, just like yeah. the PAC 12 did. And it I be, do believe that that's why they need to get, they need North to look Carolina on board somehow. They need Florida to get like, Mem- no, no, no. I don't want them to get Cal Stanford. I want them to get S- SMU. That deal is an, that deal is genius for the ACC. 
Right? Well, we've seen this before in either the Big East or the Pac-12 or or the Big 12 also, where you need you know a majority vote or you need you know eight out of twelve or or fourteen or you know whatever the number is. But schools are going to vote on their own self-interest, not the interest of the conference as a whole. So, like Florida State, for example, they don't give a shit about the ACC. Yeah, all they give a yeah. shit about is themselves. You know, yeah. so a lot of times it's hard to pass a vote when you have you know, schools going in different directions and, and voting on different things, you know, their own needs versus the collective needs. Yeah. Well, you know, NC state is probably locked up with North Carolina because the legislature of North Carolina, if it's anything like Virginia, when they demanded Virginia tech be uh, invited to the ACC, maybe North Carolina is controlling like, okay, if we're going to the sec or the big 10, Virginia we're demanding block West Virginia people, do people know that history? Uh, Virginia. Oh, that, locked that's West on brand. Virginia. That's on yeah. brand. Well, no, there's something it, to, to be said about Patty's point where there's two public universities, you know, they're tied more together, you know, in, in different situations, Arizona state, Arizona, the I'm same thing, but Washington, Washington state, Oregon, Oregon state. We just saw that. It's say, not the same. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the same per state, but sometimes they are, you know, tied together somewhat. Why else would NC state? I mean, it's not that there's anything in particular about those two schools that makes me think. Uh, Alfred forty four making me laugh. Yeah. I drink lots of canned beer, but you know, you, if you're drinking, you know, beer at a pool or a beach out of a can, then yeah, all day long. If you're drinking a, a better quality beer, like an IPA, He's maybe not Coberfest, wow. then maybe you pour it into a glass. Wow. Well, you know, wow. you know. Uh, speaking like that, that that, is, that that does sound like a Duke fan. Right? That sounds like a Duke fan. Right I tell there. you what, though, yeah. no, he's got a point. If you want to avoid the bubble guts, you gotta you gotta pour it into the glass because all that uh, carbonation. If it's a strong beer, if it's a strong beer, yes. All right, hang Nick on. just doesn't want to bust ass all over his house. Okay, yeah. we gotta respect that. Uh, there we go. Look, <laughs> folks, be, before we get to uh, you know break down every single, and I, I still want Nick's answer, but I, I gotta get us paid first. Want to tell you. That the college football experience Mountain West 2023 season previews brought to you by Game Time. Look, Game Time is an app you need to check out. All right, um, because look, I remember I was in Missoula, Montana, like 10, 12 years ago, doing some stand up, and I thought, hey, guess what? There is a Montana football game going on that everyone's been talking about all week that I was in Montana. Honestly, the whole fucking town was talking about, hey, they play Eastern Washington. It's a huge game. And I tried to, to look online sold out, right? Everywhere I looked was sold out online. And I'm, I, I mean, I sitting there at the bars getting, getting cherry bombed on a Thursday. And I'm like, Hey, uh, any of you guys got an extra ticket? I'll buy it from you. I ended up finding a ticket, but it was a pain. It was a huge pain in the ass. And I paid like three times the amount of what I should have paid for that ticket just to experience Missoula in an awesome environment. My point is though, is that it was a big challenge and, and look, Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is fast. It's it, it's an easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, whatever you know, any theater, anything near you, uh, with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. Uh, you can stop stressing over the tickets and get started. Uh, you know, get started. Start hyping yourself up. Don't worry about the tickets. Start hyping yourself up on the actual event you're going to be going to, uh, and. I mean, forget planning months in advance, all right? Because Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Game Time has uh, deals on, on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, get exclusive flash details, uh, or I'm sorry, flash deals, not details, on uh, tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. 
the game time uh, guarantee means uh, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. How about that? Uh, so folks snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, uh, use the code C F B X C F B X for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account, redeem code. CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app. Uh, last minute tickets, baby. Low, lowest price, all guaranteed. Best and deal in town, guaranteed. Beautiful. I'll be using that this year. There Hello. we go, folks. And remember, as always, to let it ride. All right. We are back on the College Football Experience Mountain West 2023 season preview. So, NC Nick, where does uh, where, where where does the Mountain West reside on your favorite conference? I'm a big fan of the Mountain West, but I do live on the East Coast. So, obviously, yeah, ACC and Sunbelt are my top two. My only problem with the Mountain West is that somebody in the chat alluded to it that they don't play a ton of weekday games. They used they play to some. They play some Thursdays and Fridays, and sometimes the games on Saturdays are on too late. You know when okay. I when I was at Mountain West Media Day. I asked Gloria Navarre as their commissioner about that because in if you go back to like the mid 2000s first off Boise State made their name playing on weekdays. Mm-hmm. And then when they had Utah and TCU and stuff they would play a ton of weekday games. I would say yeah. if anything they might have been like one of the catalysts for weekday games, but you're right they seem like they haven't done as many of them recently. That's interesting. But she said well, she's, that said, she's it is a yeah, but with that said, it is a great football conference. I fully support it. Well, let me ask you this: Where is the Mountain West Conference in the Group of Five pecking order? Because I, I actually think they're the first, as far as like best football. Product. Top of the conference, uh, who would you say it is? Boise, Fresno, San Diego State, Air Force. Uh, you'd probably say Boise, but Fresno did win the Mountain West last season, so you'd probably have but those. Those, two. those teams are basically the top of the Mountain West. I mean, I guess you could throw. Yeah. And the the top five for the Mountain West can go toe to toe with any other G five conference, and probably is better than any other G five. The problem is, I mean, the the bottom of the Mountain West is pretty bad. Whoa, 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 whoa! I mean, Charlotte lost to William and Mary by seventeen at home <laughs> last year. In the AAC, you have you Charlotte have made some... a bowl game like two years ago too. Okay, well, New Mexico's terrible. Uh, but, no. but Hawaii has had really good seasons. Nick Rolovich, they won like ten games. Yeah, I would say yeah. there's only two doormats in that. UNLV, like, New UNLV, yeah, UNLV, New Mexico. In New Mexico. Yeah, right? it, like traditionally, like right now, Nevada's a doormat. Hawaii but, probably is also. But okay, you're right. That's fair. That only only UNLV and New Mexico are you know traditional doormats. And we didn't even mention Utah State as in the mix for the top four or five teams. They're in that mix. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I would say this. Moving forward, now that the uh, top of the American has moved on to the Big Twelve, uh, we might see that New Year's Six or playoff berth awarded to. It's going to be sure. playoff moving forward. No, but there's an the East Coast bias. They're going to go with the AAC. They might go AAC. They might go yeah. Sun Belt. But Mountain yeah. West is very much going to be in that conversation, and uh, it shouldn't make them your favorite conference necessarily because they're in that. You know, but in terms of eyeballs. And It'll representing help. the group of five, you gotta love that. And this well, here's a good question for you. Yeah. We have the CUSA, which I guess I'll even exclude them from this. But between the Sun Belt, between the AAC and the Mountain West, I'm curious who has the like if you took the bottom like Old Dominion and ULM, 
sure. Charlotte and probably what rice Charlotte and who, who has the lowest basement is no, that temple uh, temple and, and temple's South had Florida. some good years with, you know, within the last five or six seasons. <laughs> sure. But historically they've been kind of ass. Oh, that's say, true. Yeah. Uh, rice, North Texas, Charlotte, the AAC has I'm saying, one. Cause you have, I mean, UNLV has been asked historically, but New Mexico had some good years in there. Bob Davey had them win eight and nine games, right? Last time they were good is when that uh, when when Brian Erlocker graduated. All right. No, no, you're wrong there. <laughs> Let, we're gonna open things up with New Mexico football, but uh, Bob Davies, I thought, had had a decent uh, season. New Mexico has always been an afterthought, but maybe they've been better than I, I realized. No, no, they have been asked lately. They haven't had a winning season since 2016, but they they made they they were bowl bowling in 15 and 16. Now they were asked before that with Mike Loxley, but um, <laughs> look, I'm gonna say this. Boise, are they the best uh, remaining Group of Five program? Yes, they they should have gotten the invite before Cincy, UCF, and Houston. Yeah, yeah they should have. <laughs> they, they, they've been. I mean, what did I rattle off? They have like seven home losses since like 1998. That's fucking yeah, think, insane. Uh, yeah, I think hands down they're the best. It's, it's probably not even close. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, all right, let's jump into it. But I don't know. I I, I just I I think I personally think the Mountain West is the best. At least for this year, I think the Sun Belt maybe five, ten years from now, maybe you could make the argument. Um, I think it's better than the AAC. I'll say this: I like the I Sun Belt I more. I like the Sun yeah. Belt more for obvious reasons, but uh, Mountain West is right there, right there. All right, so let's jump into this thing. Let's let's have some fun. All right, the 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 lowest win total in the Mountain West Conference. We're gonna go game by game and team by team, folks. Uh, is the New Mexico Lobos. Um, that we were just talking about. Um, this is one. Now, their offense was terrible last year. Defense was actually good. I previewed this team already. Go listen to the, uh, the preview. But it's a big year for Danny Gonzalez because he needs to win. Interesting hire with the offensive coordinator Bryant Vincent coming over from UAB. He was their offensive coordinator and interim head coach last year. Before that, he was their OC. Uh, and he brought in Dylan Hopkins, the UAB's quarterback, who was pretty good. Makes for an interesting season. They uh they they return like basically nobody on the defensive side of the ball. But talking to Danny Gonzalez, he was very confident that and talking to Dante Martin, their corner at Media Day, Mountain West Media Day, they were very confident on the defensive side of the ball. If anything, the offense was still like Gonzalez was like, We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine on defense. Uh but the offense, you know, they went out and got some guys in the portal. And the offense, I mean, Bryant Vincent's been good before historically. So uh, I can tell you this. I do lean over. You Nick? think they can double, do you think they can double their output from last year when they went two and 10 last year, they had wins over Maine and UTEP. None of their losses were by single digits. The so offense this team was, was terrible. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, I don't think there's any way when you have two returners on defense, that you can be as good as last year. There's, I, I find that hard to believe. I'm just saying, like he seemed very confident that the defense was going to be still good. This he is, was like, yeah, our defense is fine. It's the offense that's got to get up to speed. It, this is one of those statistical things that is just insanely impressive as far as uh, the discrepancy between the defensive ranking and the offensive ranking. 
Uh, offense number one thirty one dead last by a large margin two twenty eight yards per game next closest was Iowa at two fifty one they're making Iowa look like freaking uh, Tennessee <laughs> over here uh, meanwhile number forty six defense that's pretty damn respectable for yeah. a really bad and then, team and I especially talk, considering I, how bad the offense was and yeah. they lose Rocky Long but they're keeping one of Rocky Long's guys that apparently like with Rocky Long's age they had kind of already said like we're giving him more and more. You know, reigns and and I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to watch. But I can tell you this: the schedule, the schedule could be all right, man. I I like if if the offensive coordinator hire works and Hopkins, who's a decent quarterback, we've seen him at UAB. <laughs> They're gonna suck. Get out of here. I'm on the over. I'm on the over. There's look. a there's there's a decent amount of at least winnable games. Yeah. Okay. So look, the non-con is at Texas A&M loss. Home the Texas Tech. They lose Jeremiah Oatswell at their quarterback spot. That is a win for New Mexico. Then you have the Texas Tech four and seven at the yeah, FCS. You have level. the rivalry game against New Mexico State. Now New Mexico State, I favor, but I mean, come on, it's a rivalry game. That that's a winnable game still. It's in Albuquerque. They're at UMass, very winnable because they only beat one team a year ago, and that was an FCS. Nobody goes into the McGurk and gets a <laughs> W. We all know this. They're at Wyoming, where last time they played there, they did win outright, and I caught it as a seventeen-point dog. Um, well, that's that's a conference game. I know. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. So the non-con is Tennessee Tech, New Mexico State, UMass, and A and M. I think two and two is doable here. I doable, yes. You. But I'm going to say one and three. Really? Well, I mean, like, New Mexico State beat them by double digits last year. No, but that's so, not. That's not. That's one of the losses. Well, the at UMass yeah. game. That's. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a total, complete toss up. All I know is it's it's a far trip. <laughs> Regional yeah. rivalry. Rivalry. I don't know what you're talking so the about. The Roswell Bowl. That's right. Roswell uh, Bowl. Uh, I don't know. This is interesting because this is a massive, like the nine conference is a massive in determining the over or the under here. They're clearly going to sure. lose at A and M. Yeah. And then Tennessee Tech hosting New Mexico and at UMass, can they get hosting two of New those Mexico three? State. Yeah, or New Mexico State rather. I think two and two. I'll give you two and two. Okay. okay. Then they're at Wyoming September thirtieth. Now I would favor Wyoming, but New Mexico does play a style. Of, Wyoming never like will blow teams out. I feel like um, this is still a winnable game to me, but I'll take Wyoming to win. Nick. Yeah. Second yeah, of, of a back to back in Laramie. Come on. Cr- yeah, it's a Come crazy on. that's a crazy travel uh from Amherst to uh Laramie. <laughs> uh they get a bye week and then they're hosting San Jose State. Now this is a little tricky because it's a winnable I, game. I was in Albuquerque, I think right around October tenth, uh during COVID. And like a fucking gigantic snowstorm came through. So watch out on the weather here. Uh but I will favor San Jose State. I have that as a loss. Patty C? It's a loss, but it's uh it's creeping into the 50. It's not a 50, 50 game, but it's a winnable game at home. And well, see, so, so this mid season package of four games, you have two home games, two aways at Wyoming, San Jose state, Hawaii, and at Nevada. I have them winning one of those that probably get Nevada at home. That's probably, I'm sorry. They'll probably get Hawaii at home or maybe Nevada on the road, but I have them going one and three in that stretch. Really? See, I think home to Hawaii at Nevada, home to UNLV, they could win all three of those. Well, UNLV would be on the next four game stretch. Okay. Okay. So you got at Wyoming and at Nevada, and then home uh, San Jose State and home Hawaii. Nevada and Hawaii could be wins. 
I'll, I'll, I'll ride with Nick because I gave him two in the first uh, four games. I'll give him one out of these three. So I got him three and uh, five with four games left. I'll say two, one and two three and six here. I'll say one and three uh, at, at, on that four, but the second four, I got them winning another one, beating UNLV, and I got them on the over at four and eight. And I actually think this isn't a crazy like if Hopkins can play at the level I, I saw him play at Alabama, He's solid. One, um, they could get to six because look, ten, Tennessee Tech, New Mexico State, UMass, that could be three. Then you get that three game stretch: Hawaii, Nevada, UNLV. That's six right there. Now that would be winning all those key games, but what, even if they lost to New Mexico state or something, they have beaten Wyoming at Wyoming the last time they played. Or I look at that November 25th game where Utah state comes to town and think, Hey, stranger things have happened. Um, so reminder here, this is the same team that lost uh, to double digit losses last year at UNLV double digit loss at New Mexico state double digit loss at Colorado state. This was a very bad team last year. Uh, I have them winning three game tops. I'm on the under. Mm, yeah, I'm they the suck. Uh, look, h- historically, um, they haven't won four games since 2016. Uh, prior to that, not many four wins. 2020, they only had a five game season or something. But yeah, okay. <laughs> Either way, they suck. Yeah. Um, and then the offense was worse in the country by a mile last year. I think they have a long way to go, and I think I'm on the under as well. Mm. I feel decent about the over. Uh, folks, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, sign up today for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest. $1,000 first place prize on the line there. Uh, besides season long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from all the SGPN crew. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. So do your part and sign up today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right. I am uh yeah, so I'm on the over. You guys are on the under. Where do you have that program? Uh what's the trajectory there? Up, down, steady. Uh no, I actually think that's steady right now. I need to see it because uh, well, we've talked about this. If Gonzalez doesn't get it done, and I like Danny Gonzalez, by the way, he said he would he would win the uh, Royal rumble by the way. Um, <laughs> and he, he said he fights dirty. He'll rip tendons. He'll slice uh, ACLs. Um, great answer. Great yeah. answer. But yeah, I, I have them flat now too. They haven't proven anything yet. Yeah, they have not proven anything. And the blueprint is there though. Look at the basketball fan base. Like if they could just start winning, I was watching randomly here at the studio. Like we had it on one of the old games and it went over to the next one and it was Texas tech at New Mexico and like late nineties, early two thousands when yeah. Rocky long had it going, dude, if they, the blue, there's no pro teams there. The blueprint is there. If they oh. could just start, if they could just start winning games. Uh, the it fan base, lit. the pit is awesome in basketball. Uh, let's hop on over and talk Hawaii rainbow warriors, because we want to talk about a team that I was thoroughly impressed with as the season went along. I know you look and say, wait, what are you talking about? Colby? They were a three and 10 football team. Look at that after the bye week. I have really was impressed with Timmy Chang's first year as as head coach of the Rainbow Warriors because we knew that A it was a late hire. They 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 hired him really late. It was a very controversial one because the athletic department seemed to be botching him. And and Patty C was high on them to to upset Vanderbilt. Well, they only lost by uh, fifty three <laughs> in that one. But uh, but after oh, the first boy. month, after the first month, after that bye week. They were beating San Diego State 14-13 with a, a less than a minute left. 
and uh, San Diego State was able to somehow get in field goal range. I think they had a big kick return. Um, then they beat Nevada 31 16. They almost won in Fort Collins against Colorado State. They kept it between one score in Wyoming. They did get blown out by Fresno. They kept it within one score with Utah State. They beat UNLV. And uh, they ended up losing at San Jose State, but it was somewhat respectable. I was a really much impressed. different team in the I was really impressed with the development. So four four one score losses. Yeah. I, so you're telling me that a he was able to to work on making the line of scrimmage a little bit better. I got a chance to ask him this, and he also said, you know, I was never a head coach before. Timmy Chang said, and he goes, so I, I learned, you know, where what where I thought my weaknesses were, and I, I think I was a, able to attack those in the off season. So made some mid season adjustments. Yeah, mid season. Yeah. The, the win total sitting there at just three and a half, guys. And remember, thirteen games, not yeah, twelve. Thirteen games. So and, I and they win one more than last year. The non-con. Hey, less than two weeks away before they go to Nashville, Tennessee to take on the Commodores of Vanderbilt in the SCC. Joe Hackney also says Hawaii is going to be in that tragic magic situation with those wildfires too. There you go. And, and our hearts go out to those great people on the island. Uh, That's some really weird stuff going on over there, by the way. I don't, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there's some stuff that needs really? to be looked at. Yeah, it's a little weird. I haven't looked anyway. into that, but uh, I don't want to. I don't want to discount. You know the. What I'm talking on my ass. Let's keep yeah, going. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, I'm not saying you're not right. But uh, look, so the non-con at Vanderbilt, home to Stanford, the Great Danes of Albany and Reese Poffenberger coming in uh, September 9th, then at Oregon, and then home to New Mexico State. Now, personally, I think you got to say one and four, but they could beat New Mexico State. They could also beat Stanford. Let's say two and three. How about that? So you're doing the first five games here. Uh, well, the non-con, the non-con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so then, okay, I got, I got you. Um, I mean, at least one. I kind of want to give them one more. Also, I'm with you. I'm gonna I give think one they more can. Also. I think they can get either Stanford or New Mexico State. One of those two. Yeah. Two and three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. and three. Yeah. Hell yeah! All right. Conference play starts out at Allegiant, and as Michael Barker, who is very connected to the Hawaii program, alludes to. Hey, no one ever goes to the UNLV games that are from UNLV fans. Um, but Hawaii fans consider uh, consider Vegas one, a stop on the island. Uh, <laughs> they're going to have the home field advantage here. I got them winning at Allegiant on September thirtieth. Yeah, so I guess the question within this four game stretch is, can they win twice? Now, last year, those three wins they were all at home. They they, they were over on the road. They do have that great home field advantage, just you know, partially due to the travel schedule. But it's what's well, at UNLV, home to San Diego State, at New Mexico, home to San Jose, uh, San Diego State, San Jose State. Okay, they might give me two more. I mean, again, I got them. On, I got them with one, but uh, that's it. they almost beat San Diego State in San Diego. Yeah, they're they're gonna win one of those pretty easy road trips, and they win and win one of the home games. So, I, so I already have them at what two and. Uh, Seven. All right, I'll join you. They'll probably win both of those really easy road trips. Probably although they only beat seven. UNLV by six last year at home, so they got to travel across the ocean and play them in Vegas. That's not a home field advantage, though. No it's one goes true. to that game. Um, look, I think two and two there. I think it's and then the the final stretch of the season at Nevada, winnable. Home to Air Force. Remember, Air Force can no longer uh, cut block that. It's not going to destroy the program. Well, uh, when I asked Troy Calhoun, he sure didn't seem sound about his team this year. <laughs> I'll put it like that. 
right. So you're more confident than Troy Calhoun. I'll trust right, Troy you, Calhoun. You, you talk right. to the man um, in person. I think. Yeah. I'll trust Patty C. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Wyoming and then home to Colorado State. Um, I think they certainly could get another one, but I'm already on the over. So I am yeah. on the over. I think four and eight is probably what happens. Maybe. I mean, sorry, four and nine. Uh, maybe. Uh, I think maybe, there's a clear route to five wins. Yeah, five if, and eight. If could not happen. six, yeah. I think I'm I'm more on five and eight. So if I'm clearing that over under by a game and a half. You know, I'm definitely on the over, and I would right. even contemplate locking it. Wow, thinking about that lock. I don't have a whole lot of locks in this conference. Mm. You know Ta- what? I I'm in a giving mood here. Let's give the Rainbow Warriors a lock. Well, let's also consider that this team has uh, managed at least four bowl wins the previous four seasons prior to last year. So this is a program that's used to winning at least four games. You know? Yeah. I'm with you. Hop on over there. Oh, Are you locking it I'll up? I'll lock it up. Oh. Give me some music. NC Nick and Patty C lock it up the Rainbow Warriors. Look, this team belongs with Stanford and Cal. In the pack four? In the pack four. Merge it. Merge the pack four, <laughs> making the pack you know five. It, it wasn't a good defense a year ago, but they bring back nine guys on defense. I think they can bump up to like middle of the pack in the Mountain West on D, and that's going to make all the difference. Yeah. Jimmy Chang's going to get this thing going. Fair, uh, Patty C. Okay, so program trajectory. I would say I'm. I, I will say. Uh, I'll say up. Well, you have I'm to. Say, do you? They only won three games last year. Well, they had time. They showed, they, but they showed improvement. It's a guy that's he's from the island. Uh, he's also you know been a part of. He was their quarterback under their most successful era in Hawaii football history. So, the very the fact way, that their coach isn't trying to sabotage. What's that? Oh, oh you got the Timmy was... Chang jersey oh, right there. There, there we go. Is. There we go. Uh yeah, I'm on the I'm on the um I think the trajectory's going up. Yeah. A little bit. We'll see. Talk talk to me again after this year. I, I'm still flat, but you guys are probably right. All right, we jump on over to the Ken Wilson and the Nevada Wolf Pack. I like Ken Wilson. He's a former Mike Leach guy. He's a fun interview. Uh win total sitting at four. The non con. At USC, home to Idaho, who's a preseason top ten FCS team, and home to Kansas, and at Texas State in San Marcos. I think this non-con is brutal. <laughs> I think they could go zero and four. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe they get one. Nick, yeah, I'm gonna give them one. Now, granted, this team went two and ten last year. They were in a tough position also with the coaching change. Uh, last year, they beat New Mexico State in the opener, and then knocked off Texas State, and then they lost ten straight. Couple of those games were close. They had a chance to to you know win a couple more, but overall, this was another really bad team last year. I yeah, I'm with you. One and three in the uh, non-con. Patty, what do you got them in the non-con? Uh, I. Maybe it's me, you know, sleeping on Texas State. I know they. No, uh, that's the win I have them having. Okay, <laughs> I have them beating uh, Idaho at home too. You know, Idaho l- uh, lost in Pullman by seven last year with a sure. freshman quarterback. Their preseason top ten FCS. I favor Idaho in that. Where game. did they? Come? I guess I had just haven't adjusted my opinion of Idaho yet. They had been in the. They hired North Dakota State's OC from previous. Okay, maybe yeah. I got to lean Idaho then. All right, I'll go with you guys. One and three there. 
All right, then first batch of conference play, they head to Fresno, California. Then they get a bye week. Then they're home to UNLV in the Fremont Cannon Trophy on the line. That should be played the final week of the year. Big time fail by the Mountain West. What the fuck are you guys doing? Um, then they head to the Snapper to take on San Diego State, and then they host New Mexico. So look, getting UNLV in and New Mexico in Reno, it helps. I still got them going one and one. They only have one win going on in that stretch, so that gets me to two wins. Mm, I agree. Barry Odom, do you think he's going to have? I know we're not there yet, but UNLV is he is he a better coach? I just think it's a more talented team because Arroyo was recruiting at a high level. So Odom walks into a talented, a more talented, more talented team. Both teams coming off a bye, but the game is in Reno. Look, I think Nevada as a program is not this two and ten team we saw last year. I think they're going to rebound nicely. They got raided by their old coach. Uh, Jay Norvell, Jay Norvell and the portal taking a lot of guys to Colorado state. I think they're going to get two out of this four. So put me at three and what? Three Three and three, three and five, three and five. All right, so final four stretch. Our, our math is all yeah. on the fi- show. Fi- fi- <laughs> We're I really, I really butchered the last, the last team. <laughs> fi- final four games here, home to Hawaii on November fourth. See, this to me is very winnable because man, these Islanders got to go up to cold ass Reno on November fourth uh, at Utah State at Colorado State in the that that rivalry is spiced up, and then home to the Wyoming Cowboys. I think they get another one there. I am on the under. I am on the under with the Nevada Wolfpack and I I'm trying to build a case best scenario for five wins here. If, I, I mean, you can do that cuz it's it's Idaho, it's Texas State, it's UNLV, it's New Mexico and Hawaii. And four of those games are at home. There's a case for five. Okay, I'm but not going to lock it. But like I'm you, close. I'm, I'm close. on the under. Yeah. I think it's more of a three-win team. I think four, okay, you, you could talk me into four, but five you'd have to win all of those games and Nevada just didn't show me enough last year. All right. Look, they didn't show me enough either, but if we go back to shit, I mean, 2002, I want to say only twice in the last uh, 21 seasons, they failed to get uh, five wins. I I think they rebound. I think the history speaks for itself. Not locking, but I'm taking the over. I'm leaning over. Joe Hagney in the chat says he enjoyed my breakdown of wolves. Yes, uh, look, wolves, solid animal. I'm a big, a big, big fan of wolves. They're they're uh, they're a one seed on my animal uh, tournament. I mean, yet I know he still hates. Yet he still hates on NC State, the Wolfpack. Yeah, because uh, look, they're, the they're real the, Wolfpack. Yeah, they're not the alpha male. They're the follower of of the Wolfpack. Um, so uh, the alpha male is probably uh, the Mexico Lobos this year with my guy Danny Gonzalez. All right, saying he'll take that any coach, bring it on. It's awfully generous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump on over and talk about the Colorado State Rams. Four and a my half guys. wins. Jay Norvell. I'm gonna ram it. We got. Oh, we do have that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Give me the vibes. Uh, this team. Uh, you know, very interesting. I think they're gonna be. They're, they're gonna take a gigantic jump. If you look at Norvell coach teams before year two, big fucking jumps. Um, the fact I was brought- a little, I was a little gung ho last year. I, w- I was wrong. I'll, I'll be the first to admit I was on the Colorado State over. I think it was in my my top ten locks. 
that did not hit. They only won three games and, and they were kind of fortunate to win three. Yeah. But, yeah, and if you did, if you weren't the first one to admit it, I'd be the first one to say it. So. Yeah, but he always throws me into the punch pad to see, I knew it was coming. He always throws me in there as I'm like, I didn't lock it. I didn't lock it, but you no, want something? You want something for this you're year? You're talking an awful lot of shit. I will lock it this year. Give me Whoa. the over. I love this team. They went out and got a bunch Whoa. of North Dakota state players and a North Dakota state coach. And I think the schedule's a lot lighter for them. And I kind of love the way this is this schedule's aligned. How about from the start, the non-con? They take on Washington State in Fort Collins. Guess what Washington State does? They run the air raid. Guess what Colorado State does? They run the air raid. So you get a nice, you know, you get to, to, to play someone that is essentially like you. I think that game is winnable, even though I favor Washington State, right? I take Colorado State plus the fourteen. I'll yeah, tell you, that. you know, my observation there may be truth to this, may be complete bullshit. But when you're playing teams of a similar style, right, then the better team usually wins that. It's a contrast of style that lends the opportunity for an upset if That's one team's better prepared for the other. Mm-hmm. Washington State's clearly better than Colorado State. Washington State's going to win that game handily. No, take the fourteen, lock it up. Anyway, rest yeah. of the non-conference slate. The, well, then you got to love this. They get a bye week before heading to Folsom. Love the fact you got the Rocky Mountain Showdown back on the 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 the, the schedule here, but um, you know everyone's talking Dion in the state of Colorado. This is this is a game, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is going to be a, a closer game than people think. This is going to be, I would not be surprised. If Col- I, I'll say this, I think Colorado State's going to beat either Wazoo or Colorado, one of the two, one of the two. So you think they're going to go three and one out of conference with uh, at Middle Tennessee and Utah Tech coming up? Yes, I do. I think Middle Tennessee lost too much, uh, especially at the quarterback spot, where I think they'll go into Johnny Red Floyd Stadium and get that dub. See, I'm I'm going two and two, and I I feel like I'm being kind of generous <laughs> going two and two. I thought they even going three and one. I thought wow. they dominated the transfer portal. Thought they dominated the transfer portal. Look, and, and they they have 15 starters returning also. So yeah, that's you what I'm know, saying. with some experience and you know a little influx of talent too. Uh, yeah. Go listen to our Colorado State preview. We got two two types of history working against each other because Jay Norvell, you know, four straight winning seasons at Nevada prior to coming to. But Colorado. what was year two? That was the big jump. He struggled three and year nine one. to eight and five. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that does uh that history suggests a big jump here. But the last uh. Five years at Colorado State, they failed to break uh, four wins or, or uh, go more than four wins. Um, so they have sucked for half. One of those years was COVID. Five game season. What would they do? One and three, still <laughs> yeah. not good. Four game season. Um, yeah. uh, uh, I think. Fair. Yeah, I I disagree with both of you. I think uh, Middle Tennessee was good. I know they they got you know hit in the portal, and I know Colorado State's improved, but I think one and three in the non conference. <laughs> I can't wait for. This one, next if year. anything, yeah. I think uh, their game against Colorado is one of their uh, better opportunities. I think they have a better chance of beating Colorado than they do <laughs> Middle Tennessee. I mean, that's not say- Colorado's one of eleven last year, buddy. And, well, any, more, any more piping hot takes? Oh, you're, right. you're sitting here telling me uh, Travis Hunter's going to win Heisman. Colorado State's Big Twelve sleepers. They don't, they don't give right. a Heisman. Here's, here's a piping hot take: they they definitely beat Utah Tech in Week Four. Yes, home. Utah Tech go. got destroyed okay. in the portal. Um, <laughs> subscribe to the FCS College Not Dixie experience. State, yeah. Utah Tech. All right, then conference play starts at Utah State, home to Boise State at UNLV, home to Air Force. I'll be honest, I love that four game stretch. I think they go three and one. Wow, 
three and one again. If I'm saying two and two, I think it'd be generous. I, I might yes. go one and three actually. I think I'm they're a, be, a better team right now. You, one, three. Utah State got destroyed in the portal. It's not never easy to go up to Logan though. True, but I, I think that game's winnable. I got them losing to Boise. I got them definitely beating UNLV, and then Air Force yeah. with the rule changes on the road. I favor Colorado they State. They could easily be zero and four in this. <laughs> Stop it, UNLV. UNLV. So, so Colby's record is five and three. You're already wait. So you're already yeah. past the over. I'm this is a slam at? dunk. This is one of my favorites for the whole college. This is, I can't think Ooh. of a, once again, yeah. a team we disagree on more Yeah, in the entirety well, of college him up football. Last year, that was Nick. Okay. Well, yeah. we're about to have a huge <laughs> disagreement because uh, mark it down. I'm locking the under on this mm. lock battle. Oh, hell yeah. Let's Play the go. Music. Uh, hold on. The remaining four games at Wyoming on a Friday night. Uh, home to San Diego State, who they will beat in Fort Collins because it's too cold so. for those little sissies. And then uh, home to Nevada on November 18th, another win. And then at the Ching Complex, bring your membership on November 25th. I think this team, I really love this over. If you go listen to it, I know I broke it down with someone that, that is much more familiar with Colorado State football. Uh, I, I think it's one of the best ones you can do out of the entire college football. Out of 133 teams, I think it's one of the best ones. Um, I'm not so, quite there with them. I'm thinking uh, this I hear there's five- rumors on the uh, internets. So continue. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to say, okay, they'll get to six. I'm good with six and six. I'm on the over, but I'm not, I'm not going to lock it up. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm a little gun shy because of last year, but <laughs> I do think they're going to be much improved. What, some of the best stuff they did was uh, in the portal, but anyway, we got a lock battle. Patty C. Yeah, bring it on. All right. You want to ride with Dundee? You want to ride with Patty C? This team he is. He scrutinized my lock of South Alabama over a year ago. All right. This team is worse than nine of the games on their schedule. If you're no, just going not, by. No. Yes. Really? No, you're from a roster standpoint. Utah they Tech, are, they're better than. Uh, Nevada, they're, they may they're be a better, better than. roster right now than maybe Middle Tennessee. Hawaii. You're a fool. UNLV? Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, UNLV on there, too. Um, but that's on the road. Look, I, I think it's being generous. Like you're crazy. You're you're fucking. Crazy. You're crazy. I'm locking the under. We'll, <laughs> we'll we'll have this conversation. We'll do this dance again this year. Yeah, we will. You guys, pro- have we broken down like who's our team in this conference? Let me ask like, you guys this real quick. How did that go for you guys last year? I didn't lock it, buddy. But you talked Stop a lot of me shit. In that. Yeah. Okay. They you, went keep, throw, you also locked Nevada on the over. How'd that go for you, buddy? Well, this right? is not, we're not talking about Nevada. I learned my lesson. You guys haven't learned your lesson. No, I. But You're still hyping yeah. this shit ass Colorado I State. I can't team. wait. You're going to be so fucking wrong. All right, let's go. Uh, all right. I'm making it official. Colorado my, is Colorado State is my team in the conference, even though I really like Boise a lot too. Well, you but. know, my, my I have another team that's out there. You're Fresno. Uh, well, I also like the the team that we, we and you're going to go to a game at. Best uniforms in college football, in my opinion. There's, there's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of fun teams in this conference. Sorry, go ahead. All right, jumping over to the next team on the schedule here, uh, the Utah State Aggies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their win total is only five. Patty C wants to Utah. He's got Utah State in the national championship. Uh, <laughs> Blake Anderson. Look, I, I obviously I know he had to deal with a lot. You know, obviously his tragic uh, situation with his with his son passing away right before the season. It's fair to say that maybe he will, his mind wasn't all the way in on football. Wasn't his wife like passed away she, a couple she, she years had, before she had that? Cancer and yeah, so he's had a tough run of it. He was a, he was a really nice guy when I got to meet him, and they uh, still went six and six last year. Yeah, still went six and six. Cooper Lagos back at the quarterback spot, and uh, you know uh, they they did get pretty 
destroyed in the portal. I feel like their best players are now on different teams, but uh, only okay. nine returning starters, which is worst in the whole conference. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Is they really got destroyed in the portal? Four on offense, um, five on defense. The non-con though, uh, at Iowa, home to Idaho State and Cody Hawkins, uh, home to James Madison, week four. And at UConn, I'll be honest, I got them one and three, but maybe they get JMU. Maybe they get JMU. I feel like they're getting either JMU or UConn. That's a far trip. UConn was going to beat them last year before their quarterback tore his ACL. A nine point game. What was that? 10 point game, something like that. What was it last year? I'm going to go one and three. I'm going to go one and three. 31 20 last year against UConn and Logan, they got the W. Um. Wait. They, yeah, they won it against UConn last year. Um, I'm gonna go two and two as well. I'm gonna go one and three. Uh, then the so the conference play is week three on a Friday night at Air Force. Now these games are wild. <laughs> the past two games between these two have been absolutely insane. I'll favor Utah State to win this one. I'll favor Utah State to win this one. At so, Air Force? Yeah, because Air Force lost a ton. So. I'm telling you, Calhoun was not very confident about his team this year. <laughs> well, okay. Again, I don't know if he's playing me like a fiddle over here because he was like, yeah, we lose, we some lose. coaches are like that. Some coaches yeah, like purposely yeah. talk down. Like, he's like, you know, he's like the rule changes. I don't know what we can do. And we lose a, a quality quarterback and Hazik Daniels. And, you know, the. The option we're going to move this thing and and we don't have him. He's been a four year starter putting everyone yeah. to sleep. Yeah. You know, well, this is a tough stretch of the first four conference games. It's at air force home to Colorado state home to Fresno state at San Jose state. I'm tempted to say one and three there. I'm going one and three that at San Jose state game is a big one. I think that's a true coin flip, but the fact that it's on the road, I'm going to lean L so I'll say one and three with you guys. I got him at two wins right now. You're at two and six. I think yeah. Nick and I are both at three and five. Yeah. Uh, at San Diego State, the snapper, they're capable of winning that one. Home to Nevada, they're capable of winning that one. Home to Boise, they never win that one. And uh, at New Mexico, they could go three, three and uh, four or three, three, three out of four in the final four. <laughs> I can't do math. And uh, getting Boise at home is interesting. Folks, I'm on the under. So I actually have them winning two there. So I'm right at the number. I'm on a. Put a little bit of trust in Blake Anderson and lean over. Maybe I, they win one of those one game in that middle stretch where I just had the one and three or something. To, I, I want to go over, but I certainly this this is one of my least favorite plays in the whole conference. To be fair, I do think they're going to go five and seven. Yeah. So same here. Yeah, but I lean under. Look, in the last eleven full seasons they played, not counting Mountain West, ten times have they uh, gone over. The number here gone bowling, so uh, or no, nine times I've gone bowling. So look, I think uh, I got to lean over just based on that trajectory. I have it as uh, as average. Yeah, we got him steady. Yeah, yeah, Everyone flat. Yeah, yeah, flat. That's what I mean. Like to see so. Blake Anderson have a, a year or two without some tragedy appearing occurring in his life because he was doing pretty dang well. He's a good football coach. At Arkansas He's a good State. football coach. Well, they went eleven and three in two thousand twenty one with him at Utah State. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Won the mountain West. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up uh, before we get out of here, we got the San Jose state Spartans. We're going to have two episodes by the way, part, part a part, part B. So make sure you check out both, but we got the San Jose state Spartans. And look, I can tell you as someone who just previewed this previewed this one, 
I am locking up the over on the San Jose State Spartans. Love what they return and the fact they bring back first team all Mountain West quarterback, Chevin Cordero, is huge to me. Um, and this is a guy that I thought and you know, he took great steps. He he was quick to admit to me when I interviewed him that uh, you know, first month or two he really didn't feel very comfortable in, in, with with everything, but then as the season prolonged, he says you know, I got more and more comfortable. And I think Brent Brennan returning Robinson at the running back spot. Um, Robinson somehow first team preseason, all conference running back. He's a stud. He's Only a stud. 752 rushing yards. Maybe not a lot of great runners uh, returning in the mountain West. How about this? Returning your whole offensive line, the that whole helps. offensive line and the tight end is back. Uh, and they did lose a key wide out, but Justin Lockhart's still back. Uh, the defensive side of the ball did take some hits. Only five starters back on defense, but nine on offense. Uh, the defense was really good a season ago, but I still expect them. They were very active in the portal, bringing in some guys on the defensive side of the ball. I just think this team is a, a you look back at a season ago, uh, and I thought this team was pretty quality. They they uh, they won, won seven games. They had, right there. They, they, yes, they won seven games. Tell me how many good wins they had. This but is they, a team they also that, had a game canceled. Remember. They had a game canceled because of a player uh, fatality, so uh, they would have had eight wins. True, but yeah. so look at their wins: they beat Portland State, Western Michigan, UNLV, Nevada, Colorado State, Hawaii. That is you forgot Wyoming. Utah, too. Well, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was right. going to mention the good. The one I was going to mention the one good one, which was at Wyoming. That was and Wyoming was an average team last year. That's the only decent win on their whole. Schedule fair, I mean, but, they, but they beat up on really bad teams last year. No, I, I wonder but, how good they were. Hang on, hang on, buddy. There was a one-score game at Auburn. It was a one-score game to the Mountain West champs in Fresno, right? And they should have beaten Utah State. They let them off the hook. They had that game won. They fumble. Utah State is able to capitalize on that in the late in the fourth quarter. But uh, I think this team's a lot better, and I think uh, I, I really, I love, I love this over. So I'm, I, I'm locking this up. So we haven't mentioned yet is that the mountain West is done with divisions, you know? So before they, San Jose state would have been in the West division. Uh, how does that affect things? And I, I think that was probably the easier of the two divisions last year, last year. Yeah. Certain years though. I mean, I don't know when Hawaii was good and you had, well, the, yeah, no, I'm not talking about in years past. I'm talking about what they did last year and how that relates to this year. Yeah. But I feel like their roster, especially with San Diego state going air raid this year, like, I think, I think their roster is one of the better ones in the in the Mountain West. Uh, San Jose State's or San yeah. San, well, they play San Diego State, and San Diego State's going air raid, which I actually think I favor San Jose State when they play the, the against one each other. Now, you know why I don't like San Jose State too is that I was I went all in on their COVID <laughs> season when they went seven and one. I was like, all right, man, this program is going in the right direction. I like. Brett I would Brennan. still certainly say it's going in the right direction. Well, they followed that up with a five and seven season where. Yeah, they just didn't look like they had any fire. I was kind of surprised how flat they came out in 2021. What so that has left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Well, you, you need to delete that because uh, control out delete. Uh, well, you know the other bad taste in, in my mouth is that losing the bowl game by 14 to versus uh, Eastern Michigan last year. Sure, sure. That's up in cold weather. Eastern Michigan is pre pre prepared for that shit. Um, but. Uh, let's get to the non-con because the non-con not very kind at USC home to Oregon state. 
home to Cal Poly, who's starting a five-star quarterback. Patty C, <laughs> put him in the national championship. Uh, and then at Toledo, the Glass Bowl. That Toledo game, sneaky. That's one and three. I'll even say one and three, even though I think they beat Toledo. They could beat Toledo. Yeah, they could easily beat Toledo. I'll say one and three. You know, the year I was talking about in 2021, they had a game at Western Michigan, very similar to this game, where I thought San Jose State would come in and take care of business, and they lost 23 to three. Again, maybe this is you know just me thinking about the the bets I missed on in the past, but I have them losing at Toledo. Okay, I did too. I, I even said, look, I think they're I think they can win that game. It's kind of a 50-50 to me, but I will yeah, say sure. one and three. Can I will we, say yep. one and three. Can we just discuss how this is one of the most volatile teams from year to year in all of college football? You know, looking back, they weren't on my radar as much before, but they have a good year and then within a year or two they have a terrible year and then they have a great year again and then they're terrible again. It's like it's really hard to predict. I guess Brent Brennan has been within a game of 500 on either side. Three of the last four years, you take out the COVID year. He's kind of like a 500 ish coach right now in a good conference. I respect the job that he's doing, but uh, it makes them hard to predict. But I do think, uh, I don't know that Toledo game's tricky. Uh, okay. Then in conference play, they start out on a Friday night at home against the air force Falcons. I have San Jose state winning that one. Then uh, they have a bye week They're at Boise. You know, I favor Boise, but you know, I think that uh, that could be a game. Uh, then they're at New Mexico and home to Utah State. I'm going three and one in that first stretch. I got two and two in that stretch. Oh, hosting Utah State. I'll give them that one. So I'll say two and two as well. So you got them at three wins. I got them at what four, right? Then they're at the Ching Complex Center on October 28th. I think that's a win for San Jose State. Then they get a bye week. They're home to Fresno once again. The one score game at Fresno a year ago. I think this year Fresno loses a lot of key players. This is a 50 50 game to me. Then they're home to San Diego State. I favor San Jose State. And then they're at UNLV. I got them going at least three and one, maybe four and oh there. Guys, I have this team as a seven or eight win team this year. I have them finishing three and one, going six and six, matching uh, one win less than last year. So I'm on the over, but I certainly don't love it. And especially that over is at minus 150. So as far as betting it, no thanks. You have them, I'm guessing, beating uh, San San Diego State. Then, no, yeah, I do. I'm fine with that. I'm not very high on the Aztecs. Dude, San Jose State might have the best offensive line in the whole Mountain West. And then when you have the the running back and receiver, and co- they have the first team, they voted this. The the, the fucking pe- the Mountain West coaches voted that that Cordero is the best quarterback in the conference, and that uh, Robinson's the best running back in the conference. So. Look, start. The, the defensive side of the ball is the biggest question mark to me. Even though they were very good a year ago, they are replacing a lot. Five San, returning stars on defense. Yeah. San Diego State's beaten them nine out of the last ten times they played. Uh, the only time that San Jose State beat them was in that excellent 2020 season. I have a hard time believing they're just going to waltz in and beat. Uh, they're hosting San Diego. Oh, whatever, yeah. waltz into their own stadium and beat uh, San Diego State. I got them two and uh, or one and three. No, two and two in the final four. So Good that? point by Scott Simone in the chat saying Hayner didn't play that in the San Jose State game, the San Jose State game last year. Also, hey, he's not going to play in this in this year's one either. <laughs> but Mikey Keene will be playing. Yeah, but Josh Kelly, Jalen Cropper, they're not playing either. Look, and I, I, I still I said three and one because I still went Tedford there, but I think that is a 50-50 game. The number is uh, five and a half for them. Five. 
Wait, sin. Oh, five and a half. Yeah, five and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'm leaning under. I got him five and seven. Ooh. All right, well, look. I am locking up the over on a lot Sparty. of differences on this pod. I love it. Yes, and I actually think the trajectory is up. So so far, there was only one team where we all agreed, right? That was Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. All right. Cool. Look, well, we got what? Uh, that is halfway in the uh, the first six teams in the Mountain West. So stick around to the B side here. Hang on. If you're on YouTube, you're fine. Uh, but on podcast form, check out the B side.